Welcome to a new edition of Beltway Buzz, a chat with economic development directors from around the Beltway, talking about what their jurisdiction is doing for the workforce, for small and medium-sized businesses, and what's new in general. Today's guest is Brian Kenner, Deputy Mayor for Planning and Economic Development for the District of Columbia. Hello, I am Brian Kenner. I'm the Deputy Mayor for Planning and Economic Development in Washington, D.C. Um, you know, my job is really to think uh, about, uh, to conceptualize, strategize, and also implement the mayor's vision for economic uh, development and economic vibrancy uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, she likes to say, uh, Brian, you got three jobs, and if you do your three jobs, you get to keep your job. And I like my job, so I focus on these three things. She says that uh, that I've got to be focused on increasing tax revenues and growing the city's tax base. Mm -hmm. I've got to be focused on getting D.C. residents jobs, and I've got to be focused on affordable housing. Uh, and so every single initiative uh, in our office touches at least one of those uh, at least one of those things. And, you know, there are a few projects that touch multiple, uh, which we are always happy, uh, which we are always happy to do. In addition uh, to my job, um, which also includes controlling about a $13 billion real estate portfolio in our, uh, in our office, we also have responsibility around business attraction and retention. Uh, we were happy uh, earlier, uh, over the last six months or so, to, to secure Yelp. Uh, they are going to be opening uh, sort of the, what are, what's going to be a new East Coast center uh, for themselves in Washington, D.C. Um, you know, we're happy to, to welcome what should be about 500 or so employees ultimately for Yelp uh, to come to Washington. And I think, you know, Yelp CEO Jeremy Stoppelman, when we met with him uh, along with the mayor earlier this year, sort of said it better than we could have ever said it, which is that uh, the reason why they cho chose Washington, D.C. is because of the talent that we have uh, in, in the city, the fact that we have an urban lifestyle, uh, which their employees are increasingly demanding, um, and the fact that Washington is a growing city. Um, and we're finding more and more companies are interested in uh, in exploring that and taking advantage of that. And that's not just large companies. You know, we, we spend a lot of time in our office also focused on many small businesses in Washington, D.C. Uh, Washington has a very vibrant tech scene. Uh, so there's lots of startups uh, that are located in Washington, D.C. We also have a small business um, grant program, actually one of the largest small business grant programs in the country called the Great Streets Program. Uh, we give away about $5 million a year in small business grants, about $50,000 per, um, per small business. And it has to be on a local small business. Uh, we don't uh, allow any national chains and so forth to be able to qualify for this. And we focus on many of uh, Washington's retail corridors. So think about each street uh, northeast. Think about Rhode Island Avenue. Think about Martin Luther King Avenue southeast. Think about Pennsylvania Avenue southeast. Uh, Connecticut Avenue. Um, 18th Street in Adams Morgan. These are some of the places where uh, we know that we have lots of vibrant small businesses and we want to make sure that we have support uh, specifically for them. In addition um, to that initiative, you know, our office is also responsible for thinking about the future of Washington, D.C. And um, in many ways, the future of Washington, D.C. is defined by 
um, what we focus on and how we spend our money. And increasingly, we're spending our money uh, really uh, providing and being the backbone for what I think a competitive advantage of Washington is. We know that we're not San Francisco. Um, but we know that we have a very vibrant tech scene. Um, but what we really think our, our competitive advantage is, is to be the capital of inclusive innovation. We know already that uh, for the fourth year in a row, uh, we have been recognized as having the highest percentage of females in technology and innovation companies in the entire country. We know that we are also one of the top uh, cities for people of color in technology and innovation. And so we want to make sure that if you are in some ways an underrepresented entrepreneur, that Washington, D.C. is the place where we want you to not only start a business, but more importantly, grow uh, a business. About a year ago, we opened what I think is the country's first inclusive innovation incubator that is a joint um, jointly funded by us, uh, as well as Howard University. Uh, it's located very close to Howard University on Georgia Avenue. If you go on Georgia Avenue uh, close to the university, you will see an, uh, an acronym called IN3, Inclusive Innovation Incubator. Um, it is a fantastic space that functions both as a co-working space, as well as really a training uh, place that has boot camps and coding classes, and they have events pretty much every night of the week, so it's a very active uh, place, but it's very much focused on underrepresented entrepreneurs. And so we wanted to make sure that we had a space uh, in Washington to be able to speak to what we think is a competitive advantage of the city. So finally, you know, in our office, we focus a lot on, we've also got a lot of big ticket um, sort of higher profile development projects and, and issues that we work on. Uh, three that I'll just speak about really quickly. One is um, uh, we recently opened uh, late last year sort of the wharf project in the southwest waterfront uh, area of Washington, D.C. D.C. in many ways is recapturing our waterfront uh, areas. Uh, we are providing those as both uh, great opportunities for commercial development, but also residential development. Really thinking about, and I think the wharf does a good job of tying into that existing southwest uh, neighborhood. It really is uh, not only a national attraction, but an international attraction. When we went with the two uh, governors from Maryland and Virginia and the mayor to Toronto, that is one of the things that we all talked about was the new wharf project uh, in Washington, D.C. So we were happy to open that project. Uh, that also helps us um, by opening up uh, sort of an underutilized asset in our region, which is our waterways. And so it's got great connectivity uh, to National Harbor. It's got great connectivity to Old Town Alexandria. You can uh, even walk from the wharf down to the baseball stadium to see a game. And so uh, we think that it really helps to sort of build and complete part of our waterfront. Uh, in, a, in less than 30 days, uh, we will be opening DC United's new stadium, uh, which is located in Buzzard Point in Southwest DC. Uh, that was a $150 million investment by the city to acquire the land down there. The team has now built the facility. We did a tour a couple weeks ago, and it looks awesome. Uh, I think people will be very happy uh, when it opens. That also will provide, obviously, a big catalyst for future development in that Buzzard Point uh, area. We have in our planning department uh, literally thousands of new residential units that will be coming online as well as new retail opportunities that will be coming uh, in that immediate area. And a final one is um, the, the sort of the second week of September of this year, we're going to be opening a new 
what we call entertainment and sports arena. It's actually located in Ward 8, one of our actually underserved uh, areas. It's very close to the Congress Heights Metro uh, at the corner of Martin Luther King and Alabama Avenue Southeast. Um, it's on our St. Elizabeth's East campus. Uh, this venue uh, will actually have a couple of different purposes. Um, the first is that it's going to be a 4,200-seat entertainment and sports arena. So we will have e-gaming, and we'll have concerts, and we'll have all kinds of uh, additional sort of creative economy attractions that will happen there. Uh, connected to it will be the practice facility for the Washington Wizards. We actually um, partnered with Ted Leonsis and Monumental Sports uh, to develop this facility uh, that will be the um, practice facility for the Wizards. In addition, uh, it will also be the practice facility for the Washington Mystics, the WNBA team, and the facility, the Entertainment Sports Arena, will function as the home court for the Washington Mystics, the new home court for them. So they will play all of their home games at the Entertainment Sports Arena, in addition to housing uh, the developmental basketball league that um, team that uh, the Wizards have as well. So. It will function as a home venue for lots of sporting events, but it will also be a great cultural uh, asset, and that will be opening the second week of September of this year. So in D.C., we have a lot going on. Uh, we're happy about that, but I think most importantly, you know, that uh, we think about how many jobs that can create. We think about how much additional tax revenue all those initiatives can do, uh, and we think about the affordable housing. 